1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church.
2: And I'm Keisha Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church.
1: Again, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, The Bible says in Romans 10, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Romans 117 says we walk by faith. Romans one seventeen says the just shall live by faith. Second Corinthians five seven says we walk by faith and not by sight. And speaking of faith, you know what people think it's a mystery. It's a mysterious thing. It, it's really having confidence in God's word. Again, God and His word are one. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. So when we talking about faith, having faith in God is having trust, confidence, reliance on what God said in his word. The Bible for the Christian is our constitution. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we're supposed to live by God's word. Again, the just shall live by faith. Equates to the just, the declared righteous, us Christians should live by the word of God. And I I have two scripture references today that we're gonna revelate. Because faith is, is trusting and having confidence in God. In a nutshell, if you just want to know what faith is, the scripture of Mark 11, 22 says, have faith in God You and, and God and his word are one. Remember Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So God wants us to have faith, confidence, trust in him, in his word, him and his word are one, just like water, wet and water. You get one, you get the other. So God wants us to have that confidence in this word. So Proverbs 3, 5 says, and my lovely wife, Keisha, she's going to read that verse for me. Probably 3, 5, and 6, huh? So read, read.
2: Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths.
1: There it is. Trust in the Lord with some of your heart. No, he says with all your heart. And your heart is not your blood pump. That's your spirit. Your spirit is the real you. So trust in the Lord with all your heart, not some of your heart, but all your heart. Then he goes to the second part. He says, and lean not or don't lean to your own understanding. Again, your own understanding could be a carnal mind, which equates to an unrenewed mind. And remember I said last time, and I say all the time, faith don't make sense and sense don't make faith. So don't lean to your own understanding. But he goes to say, But in all your ways, acknowledge him. Remember him and his word is one. Acknowledge him, acknowledge what he said in his word, and and he will direct your path. So let the word of God direct your path. And remember in Revelations, Jesus is called the word of God. Remember, we're followers of Christ. We allow Christ, the word of God, the living word of God to lead and guide us. So we have to acknowledge God and what he said about our life, about the situation, the circumstance about everything we have to remember scripture says looking unto Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith yeah so we have to look to the word of God as the author and the finisher it didn't say look to the political party look to mama look to daddy it said look to the word of God so Mm -hmm. that's what it means to have faith in God trust Proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart in all your ways acknowledge him notice he didn't say in in some of your ways Mm -hmm. he said in all your ways all your ways means that's why Jesus said man should not live by bread alone by every word that's what it means in all your ways acknowledge him and him through your word through his holy spirit that lives in you because the holy spirit loves the word of God it's going to lead and guide you it's going to desire it's going to guide your decision making Mm -hmm. and the bible says over in Philippians we have the mind of Christ Tells us in Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Our minds need to be renewed to the word of God. And that should be our new belief system. Because remember, we're born again. You got to you're born into the kingdom of God. So you have to have a kingdom mindset. You have you're now in the kingdom of God. You're a kingdom citizen. Your citizenship is in heaven from heaven. So and the Bible is the constitution of heaven. So we got to get in that word. So, again, we were just talking about this this morning, me and Keisha, about, you know, just trusting in the Lord. And what does that look like? We was listening to one of our spiritual mentors this morning, and he was just talking about that trust and confidence. And uh, he uh, kind of went to Matt, Mark chapter 10. And we all know the story. It's about the rich young ruler. A lot of people misquote that uh, text of scripture. Oh, they rip it up. They they say, oh, man, see, there, I told you God don't like rich people. Rich people can't. Get into heaven that's not even what the scripture is talking about the whole text or context was about trusting and that's where god wants us at he wants us to have trust confidence in him constantly remember you shall love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul mm-hmm. and all your mind that's what god wants he wants us to totally depend on him he wants us him to be our only source mm-hmm. And that's what it means to be having your faith on fire. Scripture says we've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. And because he died for us, we ought to also live for him. So we have to consider ourselves dead in sin, but alive to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that means we got to live by the word of God, folks. Jesus says something like bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Don't return evil for evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. Well that's now when you actually do that, Keisha, now you're walking by faith. Now you're walking in the spirit. Right. Now you're being you're a follower of Christ. You're a doer of the word of God, not just a hearer. And that's what it means to have trust in God. Lord, I don't I don't understand this all, but because you said it, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna go ahead and bless those that persecute me. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and pray for my enemy. Because mm-hmm. I understand Well, I believe what you said in your word that vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. So you got to go ahead and and live like that, because I always tell people life is going to give you an opportunity to actually apply the word of God in your life, because things are going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen after I leave out of this studio and go do life, but I do know what's going to happen. I have to apply God's word to the circumstance or the situation. I got to do that. And hence the gesture, live by faith. Mm -hmm. I got to go out here living by faith, living by what God said in his word, what daddy said, Mm -hmm. what my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ said, my Mm -hmm. great high priest, the author and the finisher of my faith, the one who sits at the right hand of the father, making intercessions for me Mm -hmm. that allowed me to sit together with him. I'm a part of his body. Jesus Christ is the head. Hence follow Christ. The head always leads. So uh, again, That's what it means to have trust in God, Lord. uh, uh, Remember, also, here's what it means to walk by faith, having trust in God. Scripture says over in Timothy, study to show yourself approved. Well, I got to study the word of God and find out what he said. Cause he's telling me to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, and I understand my mind is going to be renewed by the word of God. I also understand in Romans ten seventeen that faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. So I have to be a student of the scriptures. I got to learn the scriptures because I understand. I believe that's in that Hosea, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea four Yeah, I got to. I got I to. understand that. So for lack of knowledge, I, I can be destroyed. And I understand in Colossians he tells me to be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Well, if I need to be filled, if I'm commanded to be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, where can I find that at? In his word, In his word. His word. Mm-hmm. So I have to be in that word. I got to feed on that word. Like Jesus said, don't live just by bread alone by every word. I got to feed on the word when I get up in the morning, that's part of the seek ye first. I got to get, a, I got to meditate on the word. Most of all, I got to speak that word. It may not make sense I'm speaking, but I got to call things that be not as though they were. I got to speak the word of God. I got to speak in line with the word of God. I can't be going around saying I'm broke as a joke. I got to not stand because I've been transformed by the renewing of my mind. Now I say, thank you God that all my needs are supplied according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Remember my my speech has to change because now I got a revelation of death and life is in the power of the words, the power of the tongue. So I got to speak in line with the word of God that equates to me still trusting God. That equates to me having faith in God because I'm saying what he said. And, and in real simple, we do that when we are born again. When we get saved. We go and say, I'm saved now. And that's the requirement for getting saved. The scripture says over in Romans, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that God sent him, he died and God raised him from the dead. If you believe and confess that you're saved. That's how you get saved. So that's how you get everything else in the kingdom that that you just confess your faith or trust in God by saying it. No, you didn't get a certificate. No, you didn't have any proof. You wasn't there at Calvary, but you believe what the word of God said. Mm -hmm. And the scripture says over Corinthians, we believe, therefore we speak. And that's what it is about people. People, they're going to speak what they believe. You're going to speak it. I tell people all the time, I can find out what you believe by what's coming out of your mouth. And again, I have understanding because I am a student of the scripture. Matthew 12 says this, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart, his spirit brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil things. He said, by, for by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Mm-hmm. So your words are either going to free you up or condemn you. That's why you got to speak faith, feel positive words. God is positive. Jesus is positive. And, and Jesus never spoke anything out of the will of God or things he didn't want to come to pass. That's why he says in Mark 11, 23, whoever shall say to this mountain, you got to speak to your mountains. Your mountain is anything that's in your way. He, so you got to start speaking to it. Now, that that's what having faith is. I I gotta talk like Jesus talk, I gotta talk like God talk. Mm -hmm. I may not understand it, but I gotta release it out of my mouth because I do understand that death and life is in the power of words. And the Bible talks about in James that the tongue, one of the most smallest members of the body, but it it produces great things. And with it, we bless men, we bless God, and with it, we curse men. He said, well, that shouldn't ought to be so. You should use your word, your mouth to bless. And the scripture says you can bless yourself by speaking. So again, that's what it means to have faith in God. But we're going to get back to the trust part. So again, people don't understand why I trust God. And Jesus gave us the litmus test of trusting God. It was doing what he said do. And I can't think of a better verse of scripture over, but over there in uh, Mark chapter 10, where Jesus has this conversation with that person we refer to as the rich young ruler. He had a conversation with Jesus. He heard about all the things Jesus was doing. And obviously, you know, and everybody in that time, they heard that the Messiah was going to come and Jesus obviously appears and he starts his ministry talking about the kingdom of God. And he's going around demonstrating the kingdom of God with miracle signs and wonders. People are getting healed, delivered, set free from from all kind of things that the curse had brought in. And the rich young ruler encounters jesus and and read that scripture for me keisha mark
2: chapter 10 verse 17 now as he was going out on the road and one came running he meaning jesus knelt before him and asked him good teacher what shall i do that i may inherit eternal life so jesus said to him why do you call me good no one is good but one that is god You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to him, Children, how hard is it, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God and they were greatly astonished saying among themselves who then can be saved but Jesus looked at them and said with men it is impossible but not with God for with God all things are possible then Peter began to say to him see we have left all and followed you so Jesus answered and said "Assuredly I say to you there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake in the gospels who shall not receive 100 hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last first so
1: jesus is basically saying if you come and follow me and be a, a, a doer of the word and not just a hear you're not going to lack anything and as you read that all i the, the word trust Jesus said, I don't know, recall what verse that was. He said, "Those, how hard is it for those who trust in riches mm-hmm. to, to, to inherit the kingdom of God? It didn't say nothing about go to heaven. Inherit the kingdom of God, doing things God's way. Mm-hmm. You can't trust in something else and tell me I'm going to do it God's way. Because remember what I said earlier? God wants us to see him as our only source. He wants us to have faith trust, confidence in him and him alone, not our own resources, not our home, not our family members, not our political parties, nobody, not our government, just him. So he said, and again, people do that eye and needle gate, not understanding in Jerusalem in that time, there was a gate called the needle gate mm-hmm. and it was shaped like a needle. And in order to get through it, from one side to the other, you have to, un- and they travel by donkey or camel. You have to unpack your camel or donkey from one side, put the camel through, and then put all your stuff through, and then put it back on there. And that was a task, just getting through the needle gate. So, a place in Jerusalem called the needle gate. So Jesus was using that reference because they understood the needle gate and how cumbersome it was to get through it. So he's like, well, you know, people that trust in their riches, how hard is it, it is for them to, to have confidence, trust, faith in this kingdom of God mm-hmm. system, because they have confidence already in their money. That's why he said over in Matthew 6, you can't serve God and money. You can't have two masters. Either you're going to love one or hate the other or be loyal to the other one or, or disloyal mm-hmm. to the other one. So you got to make up your mind. Am I going to have faith in God? Am I, am I going to trust in the Lord with all my heart? Mm-hmm. And again, back to that scripture, this guy named off all the stuff he did from his youth. He said, I kept the commands, blah, 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 because he was under the Old Testament, and Jesus hadn't fulfilled New Testament yet. So Jesus was like, yeah, 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 you did good. You did this. He said, but still, there's one thing you lacked. You, you started off by calling me good teacher. You acknowledged me as, as good. Jesus say no one's good but the father. He said, okay, since you acknowledge me that now I'm going to give you an instruction and find out if you really do trust the good teacher, the one you just referenced. And he gave him an instruction. He told him, take what he got, sell, give to the poor, not sell, just go sell, buy and sell. That's the system that's going on, but give to the poor and, and come and follow me. Follow me means do things my way. And the scripture says he was saddened at that saying because he had great possessions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the revelation is the great possessions had him because he wasn't willing to have faith or confidence or trust in the one that he was speaking to. The living word of God was speaking to him, Jesus Christ. And he was like, well, no, I can't do that. I ain't going to follow you. I'm not going to follow your instructions. And the scripture says because he had great possessions. Mm -hmm. But I say the great possessions had him. And Jesus summed it up. He said, how hard is it for those who trust in wealth or riches to Mm -hmm. enter? See, you can't. God wants you to have faith in him. That's what this broadcast is about. Having getting your faith on fire. Have faith in God. Have confidence in God because that money might get taken away from you. You can be rich and you can be poor. But God remains the same. Scripture says he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's always going to be there. You can't call on money when you're having a stroke. Mm-hmm. Well, you can call on the name of Jesus.
2: And that's why really trusting in your riches is kind of a, it's a dangerous position to be in, especially when you're seeking a spiritual life with God, because he wants you to put your trust in him. And, he, and one thing that we don't realize as believers is that that trust equals love, if you have no trust in the one that you claim you love, then you need to check your love walk because it's a struggle when we have that trust issue i God, I trust you with I trust that you will heal, I trust that you will deliver, but I don't trust you with my money
1: and that's what the rich young ruler didn't do he because the Old Testament said, you shall love the Lord your God. Jesus referenced the Old Testament, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your mind well. He really didn't demonstrate love. He said, I did all these other things, but but I didn't really love because I didn't trust the one that's speaking to me now. God on earth, Jesus, Emmanuel. Emmanuel speaking to you now. You're like, oh, no, Emmanuel, I can't go over with that one because I got great possessions. And he just demonstrated his love towards God right there. That's where he missed it at. He could have been the other disciple. But he missed it right there. And we don't hear any more about the rich young ruler. We don't know, like I said earlier this morning, whether later on he got the revelation and he repented and said, "Okay, Lord, Mm -hmm. I understand that it is you who Deuteronomy 8.18. Remember, that's something the rich young ruler was supposed to study because he said he kept the commands. He Mm -hmm. kept he understood it. Well, Deuteronomy 8.18 said you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. He forgot that. Mm -hmm. He missed it right there. That should have came back to him if he was doing all the things he said he did. He was a student of the scripture. Right. He was studying. He's like, well, God tells me to give up this. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And Jesus gave a revelation. As you move down into the verse, he says, there's no man has, who has left houses, lands, mothers, fathers, sisters, brother for my sake and the gospel, who won't receive in this lifetime those things. Mm-hmm. He said, you ain't losing out nothing. Right. Rolling with me. You're gaining. Yeah, you're, it's a gain. And he mm-hmm. didn't understand that he thought it was about his his obedience yeah that's what it was back to trust Mm -hmm. that's that's what we call in this broadcast today have faith in God trust Mm -hmm. in God God wants you to trust him with all your heart don't lean the rich young ruler was actually leaning to his own understanding he knew what he could do with his financial resources but he wasn't really sure about surrendering to God Jesus a hundred percent he knew what that can those, those possessions you can do for him, but he really wasn't, he was doubting Jesus. Remember? Scripture talks about that doubting. So he went his way. Scripture said he went away sad at that saying. Mm-hmm. He put his head down. He's like, man. But remember, he came to Jesus initially and said, hey, what must I do?
2: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he, I, I believe that that could be for a lot anything. of us. It could be for anything. Right, and, and a lot of us as believers, there's certain things that we trust the Lord with, and there are certain things that we don't trust. We don't trust him with. And we've all been there.
1: It's, so remember, the we yeah. ain't about condemnation. It's just about conviction. But we've all been there at certain areas of our lives. Right. Well, but when you
2: things. mature, and like you say earlier about studying and show yourself approved, a workman need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. When you do that, and you become mature as you grow in the Lord, then you realize that it all belongs to Him anyway. Mm-hmm. He owns a cattle on a thousand hills, so he he can. You can have it today and not have it tomorrow. I mean, that's just something that when you put all your, you got to put all of your eggs in a basket with God.
1: Well, like with most of us who are not the rich young ruler, we understood, you know, we came into this world with nothing. So it's all gain. And when we leave, we're not taking anything with us. Yes, the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I believe the best inheritance you can give them is the truth of God's word. Because... He sent this word and it heals. His word prospers us. Mm -hmm. And again, God does want his people to be financially secure. Third John one, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. So God wants us to have a prosperous life. Jesus said it in John 10, 10. You know, the thief coming, but to steal, kill and destroy. But I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And over in 1st or 2nd Peter, he say, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. God understands we need things. Over in Matthew 6, he talks about, don't worry about your life, what you should eat, what you should drink, what you should wear. All right. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. Mm-hmm. So God does want us to prosper. Over in our Psalms, it says talks about wealth and riches are in our house. But again... God wants us to have faith and confidence in him. As we get in his word and start feeding on it, you will see all those 3000 promises. They'll start being revealed to you and you have to lay hold to them by faith. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. That's, and faith is confidence, trust in God. You have to, that's where God wants us at. He wants all of you. He doesn't want just some of you. He wants, but and he he's so merciful and so patient. He works with us. Well, mm-hmm. he knows our hearts. He knows exactly where we at so he's long suffering Mm -hmm. and he gives you an opportunity i believe the rich young ruler again i don't know if he came back or not scripture don't say but if he would have said you know what i pondered and thought about what you said lord jesus okay I'm, i'm now i'm gonna make you i'm gonna i'm gonna take up my cross and i'm gonna follow you i'm gonna do things your way we don't know i pray that that was the case For him and I pray that's the case for for all of us even the ones who are listening right now there's an area of your life that you've not submitted to the Lord you haven't given having confidence in him to 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 take care of your situation this is a good time to say Lord you know what search my heart reveal to me those areas I have not surrendered to you I haven't trusted you or had faith in you in in this particular area Mm -hmm. you know it may be forgiveness it could be anything Mm -hmm.
2: And you don't want to wait until you receive the thing before you walk by faith because faith is now. You want to believe that God has already provided that thing for you. Even with unforgiveness, you want to believe that God has already um, gave you the grace to forgive that, that person or whomever that is unforgivable in your sight. But in God's sight, that person is forgivable because we are supposed to forgive 70 times 70. And as Pastor Vince mentioned earlier about just praying for your enemies and blessing them, well, praying, if they haven't received salvation, that's what you should be praying, is that they are reconciled to God. If they already receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you want to pray that they receive a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him and that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened so that they may know that which is um, the hope and the calling of God. So you want to pray in in line with the word concerning them. So you still, as I said before, faith is now. Don't wait till you receive the thing before you wake up and realize that, oh, God has provided.
1: And you praying for somebody right now or whatever the situation is, that's walking by faith. That's Mm -hmm. faith on fire because now you're not just a hero only of the word you're a doer you're doing it you're walking by it. you're blessing those that persecute you you're praying for those that you. you're walking in faith now you just shall live by faith and speaking of that we're out of time but we're definitely not out of word or faith we want to remind you as you go through this week keep, keep walking, walking by faith, faith.